Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back next episode. Daniel, how you doing, my man? Hey, Shane, what's up, bro? Doing great. Yeah, happy weekend to you. So tonight we're going to talk about the dreaded nice guy or nice girl paradox, the syndrome that afflicts mm -hmm. probably a lot of people. Um, I mean, to be honest, Daniel and I are both recovering nice guys. It's, it is always a, I guess, a lifelong, you know, struggle for lack of a better word, but we both have come a long ways in the last, I don't know, five or 10 years. Um, reading lots of books, doing men's work that, you know, just working on ourselves, but it's always him and I were talking before we hit record. It's, it's always there a little bit, you know, it's, always in our core a little bit and that's not really a bad thing completely a bad thing but it is um daniel you said a good thing that's good to just be aware of that and kind of watch mm -hmm. um i probably could have a dozen stories or more but i wanted to share kind of kick things off with a good story that i think illustrates the whole nice guy syndrome so i was in high school i was about a, i was basically a senior in high school and I used to work at a retail store and there was this girl that I had this huge crush on and we, we would talk and flirt and things were, you know, going okay. And her birthday came up. And so I went to, uh, what was it? The uh, Hallmark store. If we remember those, they're still around, I think, but I went and got like a birthday card and like one of those big stuffed bears and I gave it to her and she loved it. Like, I think she gave me a big hug and I was like, yeah. And I was like all happy and I was all pumped up. And I wanted to ask her out like the next, I forget if it was that time or our next shift or something. And I don't know, something, I don't know. I, I don't know what I was thinking to be honest with you, but things were slipping or something. And so what did I do as an S guy? I went back and bought her another teddy bear and the look on her face was just like, Oh my God. And at the time I was confused and I was like, huh? Cause it's like my mom and dad told me to be nice to women and do this mm -hmm. and do that. And of course I thought, Oh, well they like jerks. So if I'm different from the other guys and I'm nice to her and I buy her gifts and do this, she'll like me and she'll go out with me and who knows? Nope. Wrong. And so that was a good lesson to learn. Now looking back at it, you know, so many years later, it's, it's actually funny and I learned a lot from it and I know a lot better now but that is just classic nice guy so i don't know daniel if you want to share any stories i don't know if you have any stories but or just talk about maybe your experience with nice guy syndrome yeah man no thanks for sharing your story bro i appreciate yeah. that yeah uh yeah that's very vulnerable of you to to mm -hmm. tell us about what happened back then um i, I you know i've been studying this subject for a long time and you know what i've discovered is that we all want to be nice the problem with people like myself right uh, or, or in, in your situation you also experience this is that it, it comes from a place of lack right lack of something it's like we don't have enough, like there is a lot of scarcity that we feel and that's why we need that sense of 
compensation. We want to compensate for something that we're not doing. It's like we can't fathom that we're enough and that there is not much we should do about things in life, situations like the one you experienced with this girl. I think she would have been just happy if you were just yourself with, without yeah. you trying to do something extra for her. Yeah. Had you been just happy being yourself, maybe show her your energy, your smile, whatever it was, just being okay with you, I think she would have felt way more comfortable. But because it comes from that place of neediness and like there is something missing there you know human beings feel it right it's like what's wrong with this guy like mm -hmm. why is she trying to do something extra right and and we don't like that feeling and and i've discovered the same exact behavior in myself and and I guess that's one of the reasons why I became so obsessed with human psychology and how human beings behave, why they behave the way they do. And, and right now, that's why I teach people how to communicate. And, and so I think in a way, if we can turn that around, turn that negative idea we have about being needy, yeah, okay, yeah, we're all needy, right? Or, I mean, in, in our situation, we, we were the needy ones. But I think we can change that into something positive. If we can have the awareness and decide, okay, yes, we are, we are being needy here, but what are we doing in order not to repeat the same behavior and just perhaps use it to work on ourselves right we because as soon as we understand there is some, some work to do we can start working on ourselves we can start being okay with who we are and realizing that we are enough so that's my take on it yeah you made me think of something when you were talking yeah about neediness and in my situation with my story that I just told about the, the teddy bear the ironic thing about nice guys is they're 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 nice but they're also not nice and also in my in my situation it's kind of manipulation you know it's like right, a exactly like, oh here's here's a teddy bear now what do I get what are you gonna do for me yes exactly no it's transactional and that's not how love or romance or sex. Right. I mean, it is, but it isn't, you know, it's, uh -huh. um, it shouldn't be like that. It should be like what you said. I, I should be okay with myself as I am my authentic, honest, vulnerable, open self with mm -hmm. well, people, let alone women mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. not just women, but people. Mm -hmm. And, and also being like that is, confidence because if you're saying yo this is me mm -hmm. take it or leave it i know my value i know what i bring to the table what do you bring to the table let's see for a match what's your deal you know uh, you know hey let's and just have no outcome and no nope uh one of my buddies 
says it well, don't have an agenda. No agenda. Mm-hmm. Other no than agenda. just talk, get to know people, have a good time. That that should be your agenda, not let me get let me get sex, let me get her, you know, whatever. Even just get her number technically is it's an agenda. Um you know, so for the men out there, let's just say, because men typically approach and like ask women out. Not that women can't, but typically that's what men do. Having that outcome independence is what they call it. Having no agenda, having no expectations. It's not easy to do. Believe me. I mean, I'm working on that myself. But if you can get to a place like that, it's very freeing. It's very liberating. And ironically, you'll do a lot better with women because you're going to be then you're going to be your true self. You're not going to really care if she says yes or no. If she says yes, awesome. She says no. Cool. You, you maybe met a cool person, you had a good conversation, move on to the next person or move on with what you're doing with your day, whatever it is. Um, it's just, that's so powerful. What do you, what do you think about some of that? Yeah, no, I really like that part when you said that it's transactional, right? We're not being yeah. honest and it's like yeah. we want something out of the other person and the other yeah. person, even though we're not saying in words what, you know, what um i mean we're not expressing it in words right but that other person can feel it and that other person feels that we are not being authentic we're we're trying to get something out of them and no human being likes that we we don't like that type of transaction like why is this guy trying to do something maybe he wants something in return and i what if i don't have it right and so i feel like as long as we're honest, as long as we speak our truth in, in relationships, if, if we can just be honest to the other person and cut to the chase, like I was telling you, instead of trying to beat around the bush and, and come up with pickup lines. And, and that's all fine, you know, because some, some, some of the pick, these pickup lines are, are, are fun to, to, to say sometimes. But it, it it has to come from a place of uh, authenticity for them to work. Yes. And so, yeah. And and again, I think the the problem with being a nice guy is because you you feel that you're not enough. So, mm. as long as you're seeing that and, and you're aware that that's where it's coming from, you can instantly turn it around and and realize that less is more the less you say the less you do the more impact you're going to have on these other people and so yeah if if this is your problem if you're struggling with being a nice guy like like you and i you know experience in the past and we still experience it nowadays i still you know have these moments where i want to overcompensate and and be extremely nice to to other people when you know i barely know them even but then i catch myself and i'm like okay i'm just going to shut up and do less and it works every single time that's interesting um i have some things to say but do you have an example about the i mean i agree with you but less is more do you have an example about that yeah, so instead of doing the in in just approaching women, for example, or when I mm-hmm. find somebody attractive, 
instead of, you know, in the past, I would have like five, seven, ten lines ready. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. These days, I I only have one. And uh, see, I've decreased Sim the number, right? Yeah, you, from, you from, down, made it simpler and exactly, exactly. Instead of having all these lines to memorize and these routines and like, uh, 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 what was what was that line again? And then right, you're like, right, you're a weirdo or something. <laughs> exactly. So less is more because see, the more you you have prepared, the more anxiety you 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 feel because it's like oh, you feel overwhelmed, right? Like what do I say, right? What do I do? But well, if you if you just like apply this concept of less is more, you just come up with one line. And again, you make sure that line that you're going to say or whatever you're going to say, you make sure it's you. Like I was telling you before, make sure it's, it, it, it comes from a place of authenticity. Make, make sure it's real. And people can tell. Well, and women can certainly tell. Oh They're my very God, yes. They're going to hear it in your voice, see it on your face and your body language. They'll probably know within their, their, their cave woman brain will know within about a second. Right. They are even more intuitive and perceptive to these oh, yeah. non-verbals, right? Uh -huh. So, yeah. and we did our episode verbals. Yeah. So, but, but that doesn't yeah, mean so that men can that congruent. Uh, sorry. Sorry that I, uh, true. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, no, I was going to oh, say yeah, that. Right. Men can do it as well, but women are more, they're, they're more wired to look for the nonverbals, tonality, body language, and all that. And uh, so, men, you got to be really cognizant of that. Really, honestly, a good way to just, something I've been, I've been doing, I think we talked about it. If, if you're not feeling confident or you want to feel a little boost, just stand up just a little straighter, just a little straighter, mm -hmm. and put your chest out just a little bit. Just that little change will make a big difference. And she's going to notice, I promise. Women will notice that stuff. They notice the good and the bad. It goes both ways. But what I was saying earlier is it's called being congruent. So make sure it's authentic and congruent yes, with congruent. your style, your, well, just your your core, basically. Um, that's why a lot of those can pick up lines. Yeah, they can work. Maybe they can get a conversation rolling. They're not bad for that. But you got to really, if it's something that doesn't work with you or the situation, it's going to blow up in your face. So, you know what they say the best pickup line of all time is? Hello, or hi, or there what's you your go. name? Right. My name is Shane. <laughs> what's your name? Daniel? Cool. Now you're already, you know, or just pick something around you that she's holding, doing um, something around you, you know, you know, wherever the situation that you are. I mean, those are all just fine. They're, they're really good. And if you pay attention to what's around you, you can probably find two dozen things to talk about, most likely, or at least a few things. So, but I want to go back a little bit. What you said about, I think you hit some hit it on the head pretty well when you said um, these nice guys, or I guess even nice ladies, nice gals as well. It's because it's coming from a place of lack or scarcity, or I am not enough. Mm -hmm. So that's probably fits with me. I didn't feel like I was enough. So I had to buy this girl's affection essentially. And obviously Basically. they didn't. Yeah. But you know, the, the, I hate kind of using this term, but the term bad boy, right. They, 
they don't give a you know what about what women <laughs> it's true and i'm not saying it, you 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 shouldn't go to the other extreme of like being a jerk or being a bad boy or not giving any, giving any crap about yourself or others but that's one of the they they have no outcome dependence they just don't care mm-hmm. whether she says yes or no goes home with him or not he he just he does what he wants you know people who are really just really themselves and don't care about being judged i mean for the most part that's why they have a lot of success i mean look at um steve jobs he used to wear the same outfit every day but he didn't care because he was killing it you know he was doing a great job yes yes um exactly so yeah all this in the nice guy nomenclature this is called you know covered or covert contracts the whole i'm doing xyz for you i cleaned the garage i folded the laundry i bought you a teddy bear now give your sex to me that's not how it works guys it's just not it's never going to work that way i mean good luck with that um and ladies it goes both ways you might cook him dinner you might do all these nice things for him you know yeah it might work once in a while i mean i don't know but it's you know don't don't just basically sacrifice you sell yourself out to make someone like you it's it's not going to work or it's not working long term so yep yep agreed man and and you just said something that also made me think of good i think Shane, that part of the reason we are being extremely nice, overly nice to other people is because we are not doing what we're supposed to do regarding our mission, right? Because just like Steve Jobs, he was on a mission. Oh yeah, He didn't have time to be nice if he didn't want to be nice, right? So... Mm-hmm. You just made me think that perhaps the reason why most guys are too nice is because they are not doing things that matter in their life. And so, of course, they have nothing better to do. And so they have to please other people instead when they could be using that energy to kill it in life. Right to do something meaningful for them rather than other people. So I guess you again you hit it on the head when you said and you put Steve Jobs as an example because I think that that that's great. I think that that just made me think that the moments that I'm not or the rather the moments that I'm too nice is because I'm forgetting about my mission, and so I should snap out of it. And get back on the mission so that I stop being too nice. Because when I know what really matters in my life and I'm on that shit, then I'm going to be less nice when there is no need to be. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I think we should clarify something here for people. We don't want to confuse. We're not saying, we're not saying don't be nice. We're not saying be a jerk, be an asshole, um, be a psychopath, and don't care about other people. You you're still a nice, decent human being who does the right things and all these things. 
but you have boundaries, you have limits, and you have, you're able to say no. That's also very powerful. You know, instead of being puppet for the lap dog of like, hey, will you move me, help me move my apartment at 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning? Well, sure, because you don't want to be a bad guy, right? No. If you don't want to do that, say, listen, that doesn't work for me. Either I just can't help you, I don't want to help you, or can we do a different, can we do 3 p.m. on Saturday? That works better for me. Okay, cool. Whatever it is. So just don't be, don't be bending over backwards and basically forsaking your life and your friends and your family and your partner, whatever it is for this or that, you know, you've got to, you, you've got to have your boundaries and be able to say no. Um, what, what do you think about that, Daniel? Yeah, no, excellent, bro. I, I think yeah. the power, there is this book, it's called the power of no. And, <laughs> and I, and I, I really like it because it's, it's simple, right? It's, it's it's just one simple word, very, very short word, by the way, right? It's just two two letters, right? No, but it's so powerful, you know? And so again, you know, it makes me think of the same principle that I mentioned today, less is more. Yeah. And so, so don't be afraid to say it, guys. I grew up being afraid to disrupt, you know, conversations, right? To, to, to confront people when I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. happy with what they said. Yep. But I, ha- I had to eat it out and, and put up with situations that I didn't like because nobody taught, nobody, nobody taught me how to say no. And so if I could call my younger self, I would probably start by telling them that, right? Hey, don't be afraid to st- stand your ground and say no when, when you feel like doing that right so so yeah bro that, that that's it for me yeah quick story my last my last relationship uh i was seeing this girl we had just started seeing each other we had like three or four dates and we were talking about our next you know date and trying to figure mm-hmm. out schedules and, stuff. and it was like a friday or a sunday we're like our two dates that we were like okay well let's let's see uh what you know what day works for you Maybe we can do this. And she's like, well, how about we do Friday and Sunday? And at the time I was like, I don't, in my head, I did a quick calculation in my head. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I want to just, at this point, we're still early on. Plus I have other things I want to do and I need space for my time for myself. So I said, listen, I, I prefer to just keep it at one once. Let's just do one or the other. So let's do Friday. Um, but let's skip Sunday. You know, I easily could have been a nice guy and been like, oh, well, whatever you want, or I don't want to lose this girl, right? So I better mm-hmm. say yes. No, I said no. I mean, nicely. Like, don't be an asshole about it, but be nice. Um, and yeah, we ended up dating for quite a while, but that was that was um, a good recent, pretty recent example mm-hmm. of um, the power of no, as you said, as that book says. Um, yeah. And going back to the whole mission, purpose, I mean, I don't know. I think this applies to both men and women, but especially for men, you know, having that purpose, having that path, whatever you want to call it. Um, now, that doesn't mean you should just be a workaholic and never see your partner or your family. That's that's also very bad. 
but just focus <laughs> on right. what's important to you, whether it's a side hustle, your career, making time for yourself, making time for your friends, your hobbies. That's all very important. And ladies, same thing. If you put all your eggs in the relationship basket, you put all your happiness on him and the relationship. I've been that guy where the girl has done that and it does not, it's not a good long-term plan. It's not a good business model because he's going to feel smothered. There's a lot of pressure on him and you're going to feel like your needs aren't being met because he's not meeting all those needs because all your needs are on him. And it's just, it, and it goes both ways. Guys don't be needy on a girl. You know, you don't have your own life, you know, have your own stuff going on. Doesn't really matter what it is. It could you should have your own life and your friends and your support system. Uh, you know, a, a hustle, your career, your hobbies, your 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 alone time. Also, making time for like you know laundry and life, bills, making sure your finances are in order. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading a book right now called Dating Essentials for Men, and he has a really good analogy. We might this might be a good wrap up right here, but you know he says. You know, a, a special person, whether it's a guy or a girl, they should be the icing, not the cake. So bake a good cake, then you find your icing. Boom, you put exactly. that on. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So excellent, excellent. Yes, bake, bake, bake that good cake. Yes. Uh, <laughs> focus on your mission. Yeah. Have Set boundaries. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Learn. Learn. Yeah. Learn. Grow. Expand, try new things, comfort zone, travel, whatever it is. Oh, and then I meet this cute guy, this cute girl. Awesome. Bonus. That's what it should be. Enough said, bro. Enough yeah, said. I think, I think we've any final thoughts on the nice guy, nice gal syndrome? Um I'm I'm good, bro. I think you you said it all. Yeah, I think we did. I think uh, we will probably do other episodes about this one because this is such a deep topic. We could, uh, I think we should break this down into like different areas of life, but this is a good kind of overall starting point for us because this is a huge, huge thing. I think this is always going to be an issue for men and women. Um, And since Daniel and I are going through it, you know, still learning through it ourselves and going through our bumps and bruises and learning curves, it's always a thing, but. But yeah, everybody. Yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode, Daniel, my man. Yeah, Great even job. even even the fact that we're, you know, talking on this podcast is is part of our change yes. to become less needy. You know. Yeah. So and I think, and I think if I may say so, we're both doing a pretty good job of that. But it's we're gonna have our bad days too. So just like, <laughs> yes, sir. Anyways, oh. guys, thank you for tuning in. See you around. Peace. All right. See you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching and listening. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Also, follow us on YouTube for the full-length videos and other shorter videos and other content. Same thing on Instagram and TikTok. Just search for Dating for Late Bloomers. Mm -hmm.